When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast may contain coarse language. Listener's discretion is advised. Also, this podcast will obviously contain spoilers for Demon Slayer. Please beware, listen at your own risk. Welcome to the Demon Slayer Podcast. I am VLORGTZ, and with me today, I have... Laser Kid. Hello. How you doing, Laser? Well, I'm not dead this time, so that's good. Also, I just got out of uh, Demon Train yesterday, so we'll talk about that another time. But <laughs> yes, uh, I, I'm sure we all have lots of thoughts on Demon Train. <laughs> probably uh, too many thoughts. Yeah, probably. But you know, it was a fun, fun movie though, so yeah, pretty good. Indeed, I'm tempted to go for a third showing. Oh my gosh, you you, you crazy man. <laughs> Some people like to see all the crying. I, I don't know about you, but... I mean, there wasn't a dry in that theater, so yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm the guy that saw Broly three times, so I can't really blame you. Yeah, and no, I saw Broly like three or four times too. So yeah, I, I feel that. Broly was like crazy. Oh gosh, that was nuts. But today we're not here to talk about Mugen Train or Broly. We're here to talk about Demon Slayer news, because there's still news about Demon Slayer. Who would have guessed? Always news about Demon Slayer. It's amazing how, how resilient this has been for just keep, it just keeps going well past the manga being done and the anime kind of. Like we got a movie, but we're, we're waiting for season two. It's, it's surprising just how much still it's still being newsworthy. Yes, it's the gift that keeps on giving. And we can see that first most in the NPD book scan for March 2021. As usual, Demon Slayer showed up on the book scan, which essentially tracks all the graphic novel sales data um, throughout each given month. And here we can see in the top 20 manga graphic novels that Demon Slayer volumes 1, 2, and 3 all ranked on the list. Volume 1 being at rank number 4, 2 being at 11, and 3 being at 13. So a pretty good spread right there. I mean, the only things selling more than Volume 1 are Chainsaw Man Volume 1 and then My Hero Volumes 1 and 2. It does my soul good to see Chainsaw Man at number 1, even though I haven't read it yet. I just know that it's interesting and different. Yeah, I mean, Chainsaw Man and MHA have definitely been uh, leaving an impression lately. And so has Jujutsu Kaisen, like... Volume 1 of JJK is a bit lower on the list this month, but it's still doing quite well. But uh, it's cool seeing Demon Slayer continuing to uh, rise up in the ranks up against MHA. Because um, MHA is kind of the big flagship manga in the US now. That's where most of the manga sales or the top manga sales are going. So it's cool to see Demon Slayer at least like uh, getting close to that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and then... Moving away from manga, though, there was a little bit of an interest piece that came out. 
regarding game director Ikumi Nakamura. For those not familiar with Ikumi Nakamura, she is, or I guess was, the creative director on Ghostwire Tokyo. One of the games being done by Tango Gameworks, and I think most people remember her from when like, she went viral for her presentation of it at E3, where she was like, this game is spooky. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Um, but now I think uh, she's become a uh, head of an indie developer studio that she created. Um, but she's still doing other things on the side, too. Um, specifically, directing and conceptualizing this small YouTube video that recreates the Hino Kamikagura from Demon Slayer. And the video itself is only like 47 seconds, but it's honestly really cool. Like, Oh yeah, I, I was really impressed. It, it Accurate. And I, I love the attention to detail because they're like saying, yeah, this was shot at the uh, uh, Kamado Shrine. Because, you know, they were Tanjiro Kamado, Kamado Shrine. I thought that was pretty clever. <laughs> yeah, it's very fitting. Yeah, so uh, it's cool to see more love letters to Demon Slayer, even from people that aren't really in the anime and manga industry. So that's really cool. And uh, hopefully we see more of them in the future. Agreed. But speaking of people in gaming, there is a Demon Slayer video game coming out. What? A Demon Slayer game? Oh, yeah, we, we, we've known that. Yeah. I'm actually very happy it's coming to Steam. <laughs> yes, uh, for those who don't know, Kimetsu no Yaiba Hinokami Keputan is the name of the upcoming Demon Slayer console game, which is being done by CyberConnect2. And recently, they announced some new characters for the game. Specifically, Orokodaki and Makomo and Sabito. So, kind of all the people from that, like, uh, training art period of Demon Slayer at the very beginning. Yeah, no, I, I think that's pretty cool, especially for, uh, for Orokodaki, because, you know, he's, he's the teacher. Well, you know, he can show up and do cool things. Plus, you know, Sabito and Makomo, awesome characters, love to see more of them. Yeah, I mean, from what I understand, the story mode of this game is going to essentially cover the first season of the anime, so I'm guessing we're probably going to get characters that have shown up up through, like, the rehabilitation training at the Shinobu, like, uh, mansion, so... Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I'd expect we'll probably see maybe Shinobu or Rui also show up in the roster, because uh, so far, like, it's mainly just kind of the very obvious characters, like Tanjiro, Inosuke, Zenitsu, Nezuko, Giyu. So these were the first, like, three that are really kind of, like, outside of that kind of main bubble that you think about. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, because they're, you know, side characters, but they're they're interesting and important in their own way. Yeah, and uh, the little bit of footage that they showed of Orokodaki looks really fun, so... Oh yeah, I saw that. That looks really cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to playing as him, and hopefully they also dub the game so that the English voice actors get to... More dubbed anime games, please! please. Yes, please. Please, I, I need it. Let Brooke Chalmers voice Orokodaki again. Yes! But moving on from that, there's been a little movie related to Demon Slayer that's been uh, taking the world by storm. Demon Slayer Mugen Train seems, seems very small, very niche. Very niche movie. You know, nothing bad happens on trains, so no one really wants to see it. Yeah, exactly. That, that just seems boring. But nah, seriously, Demon Slayer Mugen Train is very huge, especially in Japan. And it's won another award. Or I guess technically two awards here. 
at the Japan Character Awards 2021. It won the Grand Prix Award and also the Character License Award, which, yeah, that, that's very cool. The Japan Character Awards are generally given to franchises with the most active characters or licenses brand-wise in Japan in 2020. So, obviously, Demon Slayer was kind of very important in 2020, so it made sense that it won some awards. Yeah, well, I'd say well-earned, because it, 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 it was really big this last year. Yeah, it's worth the noting, too, that in 2019, the TV anime also won the Grand Prix. So, this is kind of uh, Demon Slayer's second Grand Prix award. The first being the TV anime, now being the movie. So, yeah, maybe uh, Season 2 will win another award. You never know. We will know. continue the train. Yes, the train will never die. But it's also worth noting that the Demon Slayer manga also won an award, specifically at the 25th annual Tezuka Osamu Cultural Prize Awards. Demon Slayer won the special prize, which was decided by a committee including prolific people such as Osamu Akimoto, Kazuki Sakuraba, and Machiko Satonaka. So that is a very big accomplishment for Demon Slayer, and good on it and Gotage for the achievement. But going back to trains... Speaking of trains... The Mugen train has taken over Los Angeles. Yes, yes. The, the train is real, and nothing bad will happen on this train, because it's got the Mugen train on there, and we all know nothing bad happens on trains, you guys. Nothing bad. Yeah, so essentially, for people who haven't heard about this yet, there is a metro rail train in Los Angeles that is currently, like, branded in, like, uh, Demon Slayer Mugen Train promotional stuff. It's so cool to see. Like, jokes aside, I'm really impressed. They they really made it look cool. Yeah, like, Demon Slayer Mugen Train hasn't had a ton of American promotion compared to, like, your usual film, which makes sense. Like, anime films are never going to get, like, Hollywood levels of promotion. But the promotional stuff that they have done is pretty damn cool. Like, I would ride this train. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, let's 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 go for a road trip, Vila. Let's go to Los Angeles just to go on the train where nothing bad will happen. Yes, totally worth <laughs> it. Totally worth it. <laughs> but you know what is worth it? Going to see Mugen Train in theaters. And it seems like many people agree with that because those box office numbers are wild. Oh my gosh, you are not kidding. Uh, it was saying things like, number one foreign language film. Wow. Our debut. Debut. Language debut. But still. Yes, so Funimation reported on their website that on opening weekend in the U.S., Mugen Train garnered 21144800 dollars which is an insane amount of money. For context, that would make it the third, or not the third, the fourth highest grossing anime film of all time in the U.S., during a pandemic, no less. During a pandemic, no less. And at the rate it's going, it's on track to unseating what is number three, which is Dragon Ball Super Broly. 
I mean, I'll take either one at three or four because both are fantastic films um, for very different reasons. Yeah, which is kind of crazy. And for those curious numbers, one and two are both Pokemon films. That was my running assumption because those actually did have full actual theatrical runs back in the day. (laughs) Yeah, so that's a bit hard to compete with. Though, honestly, it's nice to see because seeing anything in theaters lately at any point way it's just so different than what i'm used to i'm hoping we just keep escalating until we get full releases yeah i I definitely agree i mean i quickly glance at the numbers of what the pokemon movies did pokemon the first movie did 85.7 million and pokemon the movie 2000 did 43.7 million yeah yeah those are those are big numbers broly did 30.7 million so Mugen Train is 9.6 million away. It is surprising, though, that like it beat out Yu-Gi-Oh! The movie The Pyramid of Light, which I believe did get a full wide release. I believe it did, yes. The, the more recent Yu-Gi-Oh! movie didn't, but the, the old one, the first one, oh yeah, they, they full out went with that, absolutely. I was one of the kids that saw that in theaters. I'm one of the people that saw the Pokemon movie in theaters, because at the time I'm like, it's an anime movie in, in, in theaters, I gotta go see it! But it's Pokemon, you don't care about Pokemon, I'm gonna go see it anyway! <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, like, I don't, like, you don't play Pokemon, so that kind of well, I mean, surprised I'm, me. In, in, in fairness, we're talking about Gen 1, I did have Pokemon Blue back then. Okay, fair. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of insane to see a movie doing this well, like, during a pandemic, no less, where, like, gather less other movies coming out so that's less competition but movie theater traffic in general is like kind of way lower it was way like i went with a few friends uh over the weekend and there was another group of people but it was just two groups of people us and then the other group and that was really it now we were well spaced apart so i felt a lot safer because of that but no there wasn't a whole lot it was the, the theater was not super fixed so hearing that it's been doing really well just really makes me excited yeah, and what's crazy to think about, too, is that what also came out this weekend was the Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah, but that's not good, so... Yeah, it's not good, but the important thing to think about here, though, is that that got a wide release, and True. it's only doing $23.3 million. So not that much more than Mugen No, Train. and that, that absolutely has got a wide release and everything, although that is also... Although their numbers might be cut into effect that it's on HBO Max. Potentially, yes, but that is like in twice as many theaters as Mugen Train, which is still very impressive. It's still incredibly impressive. Like, honestly, this should probably start opening up some eyes of of big movie distributors going, hey, there's money here. Please notice, guys. Please notice this movie sent by. Yeah, it's not just a only Dragon Ball can do well in theaters type thing anymore. Don't tell them that Demon Slayers only the, is also really popular. Don't tell them that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, when you think about it, though, Demon Slayer is popular, but you wouldn't think that it would do better than the MHA movies. No, you wouldn't think that. Like, unless you really pay attention, think, seeing anything do Dragon Ball numbers should really make you think. Yeah, like, MHA Movie 2 Heroes Rising did, um, how much did it do? That's a good question. I, I know I saw it, but I, I, I will see anything that I can get away with. <laughs> it did 13.3 million. So that's the ninth highest selling like anime film in the US. Oh yeah, no, we didn't just beat that. We, we creamed it. <laughs> yeah. 
And that was like during ideal conditions. It got a pretty wide release. That was actually my last movie I saw in theaters before the pandemic. So, yeah. Oh, dang. Yeah, that was a while ago. <laughs> yeah. But no, that, that drives home the point that like, yeah, it's not just your Dragon Balls or your MHAs. And yeah, Demon Slayer is popular too. But what's to say another popular series like, say, Jujutsu Kaisen, which is getting a movie. Well, and the fact that Demon Slayer got this popular as quickly, because I remember when you got me into Demon Slayer, it was nowhere. It was nowhere on the map. It was just, hey, this is this manga. There wasn't even an anime yet. And this thing just shot up from nowhere. So if Demon Slayer can do it, we could get another hit like this real easy if it's made uh, well, which, I mean, Demon Slayer is amazing. There could always be something amazing. Jujutsu Kaisen is the perfect example. Yeah, exactly. And you can see the trend, too, just in, like, general anime movies, like, Promare, even with, like, its short release did very well, and even other films, like, say, Weathering With You did quite well. So there, there's a precedence here that really, I hope, more theater chains and then distributors kind of look at this and are like, hey, maybe we should just do wide releases for these movies, because it seems like they'll probably do well. Yeah, I mean, and if they don't, honestly, if this keeps up, the the people who like Funimation has been doing these distribution. If they make enough money, they might be able to expand it. I'll take that too. Yeah, I mean, they're doing it through Sony, so like. Oh well, that would do it right there. That would do it right there. So Sony, notice the Sony Senpai. Yeah, that's why you can see on Mugen Train Sony's logo too, because like yeah, that makes perfect sense. I mean, Sony also owns Anaplex, so it's like that's how we got the whole cross promotion between Anaplex and Funimation in the first place. So that makes sense. All hail our Sony overlords. All hail our Sony overlords. Oh gosh. The the anime monopoly is coming for us and I'm scared. Yes, we'll all have to use Funimation's high quality website. Well at least they're they're redesigning their app. They they made a big hook to do about that recently. Yeah, but it's uh took a little long, didn't it? I mean, it's only on PlayStation 5 and 4, and other platforms are to follow. So, yes, it. it, it I have been a Funimation user f- since 2012. It's been interesting to watch, but that website is... Uh, mm, mm. I'd still say EVS was a better-built website. It, it was. I miss EVS. I, I was an EVS guy. Ah, uh, yes, the good old EVS days. Although the downside I have is because my account was EVS... There have been problems I had that most people don't because they converted it and there's been issues. Oh my. I'm surprised I don't have those issues because I also have uh, If you remember, I was having that problem with the queue where it would, wouldn't update. That's That's been the big thing. And they, they fixed it and then it broke again. Oh, when they switched to Funimation, now I stopped using the queue because the queue just like broke down on me. Yeah, same, same. I, I, and I emailed them like, oh, okay, we'll fix it. And then they did. And it was great for a few months. And then I broke it again. And I just haven't bothered. <laughs> Funimation, why? Also, Funimation, please send us stuff if you want to. We still love you. We still, hey, I bought you. You want your website to work? I'm I'm a loyal subscriber. I love having that annual payment because I don't have to deal with it month to month. I love, I buy way too many Funimation DVDs and Blu-rays and yeah. stuff. Hey, Fun Funimation, do you want to send us a review copy of, of the Mugen Train Blu-ray when it comes out? Yeah, we review yeah. It. Funimation, you are not my nemesis. I have, I have a nemesis. I've never said it was you. <laughs> Though I guess your nemesis is also owned by Sony, so... Yes, they are. It's true. It's true. But on the topic of Mugen Train, it looks like not everyone who saw it necessarily watched it in a theater. Since on April 26th night, 
at around 1 a.m. Eastern Time, the movie randomly became available on the PlayStation Store to purchase both the subbed version and the English dub. Now, as previously stated by Anaplex, pre-orders were supposed to go up on April 26th, but it looks like it seems to have been an error on PlayStation's part, and they had released the movie in full during that time, which allowed quite a few people to purchase it and actually watch the movie. Now, as of us recording this, the film has been removed from the store, and everyone who had purchased the film has been refunded. So it looks like it definitely was a mistake on their part, and we probably aren't going to be seeing the movie on digital storefronts until the previously stated June 22nd release date that Anaplex had stated previously. Um, but this was an interesting slip-up to see, and we'll see if it has any effect on box office performance or anything of that sort. But if you're looking for a refresher on Demon Slayer before you go and see Mugen Train in theaters or digitally in June, Funimation has you covered, because they have recently released the TV specials which are a compilation of the first season of Demon Slayer. These are separated into three different specials, one covering the initial portion of the series, subtitled Siblings Bond, then the Mount Natagumo arc, and then the Hashira meeting arc. And all three of these movies are both subbed and dubbed. So that is a uh, nice little way for you to re-experience Demon Slayer without just, like, re-watching the TV series again. Maybe get a, a slightly different experience. This wraps up our news. Another pretty brief month, but uh, what's there is kind of cool little stuff, and hopefully it continues forward as we head towards the end of the year and hopefully the eventual release of Demon Slayer Season 2, which will be very hype. Sounds great. I always love seeing this stuff. But until then, Laser, where can people find you? Well, people can find me on Twitter at LaserKidPrime. You can find my Toonami-focused articles over on Toonami Faithful. Moreover, you can find me often on the Toonami Faithful podcast. And you can also find me on the Dumb Weebs podcast. Awesome. I'm turning into you. I'm on multiple things now. What's happening? It's a curse. You just get spread everywhere. But Vlart, where can they find you? Ah, uh, yes. People can find me on Twitter at VLORGTZ. And then I'm also writing various manga reviews and light novel reviews for all-comic.com, as well as Tanami editorials for TanamiFaithful.com. And then I do a bunch of podcasts, uh, one of them being the Dumb Weebs podcast, like Laser mentioned on Twitter at DumbWeebsPod. Then there's also the Oversoul Shaman King podcast on Twitter at Shaman King Pod, Saturday Night Shoggy at Sat Night Shoggy. So go check out all those. I'm also on the Toonami Faithful podcast on Twitter at Toonami Podcast as well. So yeah, a lot of places. But if you're interested in more of the Demon Slayer podcast, you can find us on Twitter at DSlayer Podcast, on Facebook at facebook.com slash Demon Slayer Podcast, and on the Toonami Faithful website itself at Toonami Faithful 
dot com slash Demon Slayer Podcast. So you can check out any of those places for updates about when the podcast is out and new episodes and all that stuff. And the podcast is on basically every podcast platform out there at this point. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Podbay, you name it, we're there. So just go look us up, subscribe, listen, and enjoy. But that does it for this episode, so we will see you guys later. Stay safe on those trains. Nothing bad ever happens on the train.